Morning sunshine to about 90. Isolated thunderstorms via Sunday afternoon. Low 90s will continue with minimal chance of storms and low, possibly even middle 90s, Monday and Tuesday. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. Rico's Tires and Wheels offers quality used tires. They fix flat tires too, and they do wheel repair. Rico's Tires and Wheels, just a few blocks south of Veterans, 2609 David Drive, Metairie, 504-455-5199. Rico's Tires and Wheels, quality used tires. They fix flat tires too, and they do wheel repair. Just a few blocks south of Veterans, 2609 David Drive, Metairie. The views and opinions expressed during this show are those of the hosts and guests only. In no way do they represent the views, positions, or opinions expressed or implied of WGSO 990 AM or North Shore Radio, LLC. Good evening, New Orleans. Can you hear me, New Orleans? I'm out there. Um... This is the New Orleans Golf Show with Jack Clegg, and this is Jack Clegg. Uh, welcome. This is going to be an interesting show. We're going to talk about, as best we can, the, I'm not going to call it a merger because it really isn't a merger, but the drop hands agreement reached by the PGA Tour and the Live Tour. Uh, one of the biggest problems with this story, which just came out Tuesday. In fact, I had some listeners upset with me on Tuesday because I started talking about this deal and the golf deal, and they thought they were listening to the golf show. And they were looking at their calendars saying, is this Tuesday or is it Thursday or Thursday or Tuesday? Anyway. This is Thursday night, it's the golf show, and we're talking about, this evening, we're going to talk about uh, what's on every golfer's mind, uh, or lips, or whatever they're talking about. They're talking about this, and the problem is, with this, is not many people know exactly what's going on. I played golf this morning with some group, and I had uh, lunch afterwards, and a lot of people we're saying a lot of things that aren't so. So uh, what I've done is I've, I've gone through the two or three sources for everything I'm saying, and uh, we're going to talk about it. The biggest problem, the biggest problem, uh, I was speaking with the golf pro at uh, uh, City Park Golf Course at Bayou Oaks uh, early this morning, and I asked him what he thought about it, and he says, well, I, I really can't say much about it because we don't have a lot of details. Mason Joblin was right, 100% right. We just don't have a lot of details right now. But what we do have is worthy of discussion and we want to be accurate. When we talk to our friends about what's going on uh, and, you do, and you do speculate, at least you want to have the basics for it. And so... First of all, the PGA Tour. It's been around a long time. Uh, the PGA Tour does a lot of things for golfers. And, but most importantly, and, and for this topic today, the PGA Tour um, controls the tournaments that are being played. Uh, and they're all PGA tournaments. And some of them, some of them, uh, allow and have allowed the live players to play. Now, what's a live player? Well, about three years ago, there was discussion of a rival golf tour. And one of the most successful golfers in the world, a fellow by the name of Greg Norman, was apparently approached by some financial interest in Saudi Arabia. And they were very keen on starting a rival golf tour. And, of course, Mr. Norman was, and Mr. Norman has been the CEO of the Live Tour. And what we all have heard about over the last several years is the Live Tour has, in order to make its tour, its golf tour, more palatable to the public, it has gone to some of the biggest names in golf, Guy Phil Nicholson and Bruce Kepka, some of the best golfers, the biggest names, 
uh, Bryson DeChambeau and offered them tremendous money to join their tour. The PGA Tour didn't like that at all. And we're going to talk about some of the things they did and some of the things they said. Uh, and it was a very, very icy, icy relationship over the last several years between the PGA Tour and its players and the Live Tour and its players. And the players were drawn into the battle. And they're, 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 they're golfers. They're not diplomats. And sometimes they would say things that were upsetting on both sides. And they're not, they're not diplomats. They're golfers. And they're, fortunately, <laughs> there has been no violence and there has been no um, uh, defamation lawsuits filed. However, recently, over the, well, I think it was 13 months ago, the Live Tour filed and 11 of its players filed an antitrust lawsuit against the PGA Tour, claiming that the PGA Tour did some horrible things, hurting their future income, their reputations, and so forth. And so there's been was key to screwing up the world, and I'll say this, <laughs> there have been lawyers involved and a lawsuit involved. And... As I said, last Tuesday, just two days ago, announcement was reached that a deal has been reached. And we're going to talk about what we know about the deal and so forth. But the first thing um, I want to say is if you go online or if you read uh, any of the golfing um, magazines or any articles online, um, and Google carries many of them. You're going to you're going to read interviews from various various uh, entities. Uh, one, Brandel Shambly. Okay, those of you who watch the Golf Channel, Brandel Shambly was a professional golfer. He's pretty good. Uh, he is outspoken, and he has been an outspoken critic of the Live Tour because he was a PGA guy. And, and he credits the PGA with doing some good things for him, which is, which is great. Loyalty is terrific, and I'm, I'm all about that. Uh, when he first heard about this deal, which is put together, and we'll, we'll get into the, what we know about it in a while, he said it was disappointing. Disappointing that the PGA Tour and the Live Tour entities are not going to be at each other's throat. I, I don't quite get that. I don't, I don't get that. Isn't it like an oxymoron? It is an oxymoron. That is exactly right. right. They, they, they put it together. They put a deal together. And when I, when I explain a little bit more about the deal, you'll, you'll kind of understand that um, it didn't, what's been released to the public has not ended the disputes. And, and we'll, we'll get into that in a, in a little while. Um, but so, um, Shambly says says these things. He says it in an interview. He gets quote, and the media loves the fight. The media loves the fight. They want they put a can, uh, a microphone in in all these players' faces, and they ask them the questions, and they say something that you know, if they had maybe twenty minutes to think about it, they'd probably have a better answer. But they just spurt something out. And that, that becomes a headline. All right. So, um, Greg Norman, who is the CEO of the Live Tour, okay? Here's what he said today. I, I wrote it down because I, <laughs> I read it and I quoted it. Um, this is what he said to the Live Tour people. Congratulations. You changed golf and you did it in less than a year. Period. You did it in less than a year. There will be no operational changes in 2023, 2024, 2025, and into the future. Live is a standalone entity and will continue to be that 
moving forward. And that comes right from the top, meaning that that is great information, that the Live Tour players are going to be in a Live Tour and it's going to stay that way. Now, that's a little bit different than what we're hearing about the people using the word merger, people using the words, okay, they're all going to come back together. Well, it's not exactly that. And after the break, we're going to get into it and talk about what is, what we do know has happened. So, this is the New Orleans Golf Show, WGSO 990 AM, WGSO.com. A powerful threat calls for a greater response. Not tomorrow. Not in a few years. But right now. Some battles must be faced together. Cancer fighters stand up to cancer every day. And you can be part of this battle too. Visit StandUpToCancer.org to learn more. Together, we can save lives. A business without signage is like a car with a flat tire. It's not going anywhere fast. Sir Speedy can change that. We're a trusted resource for sign design and production. Whether you need trade show displays, banners, posters, directional signs, window decals, wall graphics, or more, Sir Speedy sign capabilities can help your business get noticed. Call us today at 504-586-9812. Sir Speedy, we do it. Join me, BJ Rust, every weekday at 6 p.m. for the Something to Say radio show. We'll talk sports, music, current events, everything in between. That's weekdays, 6 p.m., only on WGSO 990 AM. UC Pet Shop and Rescue is a nonprofit volunteer-run rescue. We provide adoption services and care for homeless animals across the New Orleans metro area. We also offer pet supplies and grooming services at our downtown and Marigny locations. The shops are located at 839 Spain Street and 513 Dumaine Street and are open from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. weekdays and noon to 6 on Saturdays, noon to 5 on Sundays. We can be found on the web at BigEasyPetShop.com. Support local animals in need by shopping and adopting with Big Easy Animal Rescue. Hey, Mimi, we're moving. Moving to Wednesdays at 5. You can check out He Said, She Said on a new day. Hump day. A new day, but we'll still be discussing and debating the hot topics. And take your phone call. You can listen to us on 990 AM, WGSO, WGSO WGSO.com. And find out who's right. Of course, that's me. No, of course, that's me. I've been doing this 23 years, Mimi. Practice makes perfect. So you see, we'll have plenty to talk about on He Said, She Said. Wednesdays at 5. Right here on WGSO. Hi, I'm Huck. And this is Dave. Please join us on Liberty or Lockdown on Thursdays at 5 p.m. Be there. Tune in to Chew on This, Saturdays at noon on WGSO. Tell us what you're cooking or ask us how to cook it with Don Clement and Patty B. We'll share recipes, cooking techniques, everything from sous vide to grilling. Got a favorite kitchen gadget? Let us know about it. Your grandma's secret sauce? Now we're talking. Tips from home cooks for gourmet cooking at your home. Join Don Clement and Patty B. for Chew on This, Saturdays at noon on WGSO. Come on to my house. Hey y'all, the Beat Exchange has a new time slot. Mondays at 7 p.m. on WGSO, 990 a.m. in New Orleans. The Beat Exchange with Barbara Hoover. All right, New Orleans. We're now into the second segment of the New Orleans Golf Show with Jack Clegg. And we have one of our uh, friends of the show, one of the most knowledgeable New Orleans golfers, John Gardner. John, are you there? I am here. How are you? I'm wonderful. I'm wonderful. How are you doing? I don't know whether you heard, uh, we are talking about the Live Tour and PGA Tour uh, bearing the hatchet in each other's skulls um, and, and, and how that looks. And, and I, I'm really interested in your approach to this. Um, what, what's, your, what's your first reaction to it, John? So my first reaction upon hearing the news the other day was relief, uh, to be honest with you. I, I 
I would like to see all of the best players in the world competing against each other. Uh, so I was kind of sad when DJ and Brooks Kepka and other superstars went over to live um, to begin with uh, because I felt that it, it took away from the allure of the PGA Tour, at least mm-hmm. a little bit, took some of the shine off it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I began to kind of dislike Liz <laughs> um, for a lot of reasons. Um, you know, but when I think a merger or whatever the final form is going to turn out to be is almost inevitable now that Brooks Kepka, for instance, has demonstrated, uh, you know, obviously proficiency, just won the PGA Championship. Uh, DJ played well, the Masters, so did Brooks. So, you know, it's not like these guys aren't playing golf. Uh, they're just playing a slightly different brand of golf, and they're still remaining sharp, obviously. So, it's good moving forward. One question I had is, you know, how is, who's going to be in the top 125, um, how's that going to work? You know, so I think there are a lot of questions that remain right. unanswered. Certainly there's some questions between uh, the Saudi ownership and Greg Norman. Um, when I heard the announcement, uh, I guess it was two days ago now, um, it didn't seem like Norman was looped in um, to the, at that time, time they were talking about a merger. It's final form again, it remains to be seen. So I'm not sure if Norman's going to be part of this moving forward or if he's going to be out. Um, but certainly the Saudis, I don't think, are going to be saying, look, here's several hundred million dollars that we're giving you, and then, oh, by the way, a year from now, we're going to, you know, fold the tent. That's not going to happen. So Liv, I think, is going to continue to remain... I think you were saying it's going to be a standalone entity. I didn't quite catch the end of your last segment. Well, but. yeah, I quoted uh, Norman was was gave an interview today. Okay, okay. And, and and Rory also Rory McIlroy gave an interview uh, yesterday. He's at the uh, RBC tournament up in Canada, and uh-huh. um, Norman said, and I'll quote it. I'll read it again. He was talking to the live players. Congratulations. You changed golf, and you did it in less than a year. There will be no operational changes in 2023, 2024, and 2025, and into the future. Live is a standalone entity and will continue to be that moving forward. And that comes right from the top. Okay, that that's what he said, and that's what I, I, I read two articles, and that that quote was in both articles. So I think it's probably the quote is accurate. Um, and then what I, what I have read about um, about the well, I'll give you my opinion. What what I I was extraordinarily disappointed in the PGA's approach to live. Okay, I, I'll just be perfectly honest. I'm a guy who thinks, well, you know, a rivalry with another um, a rival tour has the potential to make both better. And as an, as an old guy, I remember the NFC. And when the AFL first was, was in, everybody in Chicago, where I grew up, was a Bears fan, and they were, oh, the AFL, those, all those guys who are throw the ball, they're, they, they're not real football players, they don't hit hard, they don't tackle. Oh. <laughs> John, was that an airplane over your head? I think it might have been a... a- Russian, or <laughs> I think, yes, or Ukrainian drone, one of, one of the others. So, I'm getting one out of the wind right now as we speak. I'm getting down off of the energy tower. Uh, thank you, because when you get on top of the energy center, uh, we have those planes flying very, very close to you, John. And you have that great smile. They see those teeth, and they go right, right in there. <laughs> but so, so what I was saying was, in in the early middle and early 60s all the friends I had and all the folks in Chicago were against the AFL until 
And it, it continued, and people were like, well, Kansas City, uh, Dallas, Oakland, how can they have teams? Those are not even real cities. And, and, then, <laughs> and right, I mean, and the, 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 uh, and the arguments were wild. But when they played the first Super Bowl, and everybody made more money, the criticism of the AFL ended. It was gone. And, and, right. and we now know that professional football with the NFL and the AFL, those guys make money, uh, just uh, uh, funny money. You don't even know. I, I, we can't even imagine how some of those players and the money that they make. Okay, so, and the owners don't have any trouble paying their car notes either. So, um, so, I, so I looked at this as just another rival group. And I'm, I'm like, okay. It's going to be best for the game. But then, and I really have problems with Jay Monahan. he started to get personal about it. And the Saudi money, I mean, I heard his speech when he said, these are the guys, these are the same guys who bombed us on 9-11. I mean, he literally used 9-11. And he, and he took that, that horrible memory of people in New York it's like today, if you wanted to, if if, if somehow you, you, we had a deal with Japan and you, you you started to bring up December seventh, mm -hmm. and 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 well, then the Japanese could easily bring up internment camps, but you know that's in the past, and and hopefully we've all lived and learned from that. So, so my my. There's there's two things I wanted to, to ask you about. And one, you may be aware. Were you aware of the antitrust lawsuit by the Live Tour players against the PGA? Yes. Okay. Yes. And my understanding is that that's been dropped. Well, we think so. We think it's been settled. Uh, but the allegations in there may not have been. They they may they're not resolved. And mm -hmm. and, and the reason is. Antitrust law allows the Department of Justice and the Federal Trade Commission to independently seek criminal and financial penalties against people who break um, uh, antitrust laws. And the one thing that the PGA did, and the allegation is this. You know, in, in the big tournaments and things that happen, in order to qualify, you have to have a world golf ranking. And there's a world golf ranking organization. Well, the allegation is that the PGA unduly influenced them. And this hurt the live guys who could have otherwise uh, qualified for tournaments. And we're going to have to let go, and I, I'm, I'm, my producer saying, Jack, shut the hell up. This is WGSO 990 AM. Hold on, John. We'll come back to you after the break. retirement online. Estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, and manage your benefits all from the comfort of your home. And give yourself the freedom to do what you want offline. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere. Allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security. Securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Hello, this is Jack Clegg. A while back, I hosted the NFL show. Remember, we'd take a knee for no one. I've returned to WGSO to host shows on Tuesday and Thursday nights from 7 to 8 p.m. Tuesday evenings, we will focus on the causes, consequences, and solutions to the international, national, and local political mess that has developed since 2020. Thursday's show will be happier. It's a golf show discussing the current state of the game we love in Louisiana and on the Gulf Coast. Please tune in and share your thoughts. 
Tune in at 4 p.m. Monday through Friday for Herds Louisiana Live. Coming in hot, state government shenanigans, business, and more. Only on WGSO 990 AM. New Orleans, are you ready to have a conversation? Well, if you are, Ron Richardson is here to tell you that you should tune into my show, Conversations with Ron Richardson, every Saturday morning from 11 a.m. until 12 noon here on WGSO 990 AM and WGSO.com, where we discuss mental health, disability, and everyday life. Tune in to Conversations with Ron Richardson every Saturday morning from 11 a.m. until 12 noon here on WGSO 990 AM and WGSO.com. More and more Americans are listening on American Ground. Listen each Saturday from noon to 1 p.m. with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr. Hi, this is Douglas Viviani of Everything Old is New Again. Tune in on Saturday mornings at 8 right here on WGSO, the community voice of the Crescent City. Louisiana Radio Network, I'm Jeff Palermo. Sensitive health groups should limit outdoor activities today in Baton Rouge, New Orleans, Lake Charles, and Monroe due to ozone air quality. Tico Fox has more from DEQ. Generally this time of year we have some elevated ozone and then we have this smoke from Canada. Air Planning and Assessment Division Administrator Jason Meyer says people with respiratory issues should monitor their bodies and limit outdoor activities. Everybody should just kind of pay attention to that. Just kind of watch what you're doing. Monroe's warning is related to smoke reaching the northeastern part of the state from the Canada fires, while Lake Charles air quality is the result of transport of pollutants from Texas. I'm Tico Fox. The Supreme Court has ordered Alabama lawmakers to redraw its congressional map and add another majority-minority district. Louisiana may have to do the same as Louisiana's current congressional map is facing a legal challenge because it only has one majority-minority district, LRN. Hey, y'all, have some festival fun around the state. June 8th through 10th, Louisiana Corn Festival on Bunky. June 9th through 11th, Holly Beach Crab Festival, St. Landry Barbecue Festival in Opelousas, and Zwally Juneteenth Festival. June 10th, the Day the War Stopped Festival in St. Francisville, and Doug Demona Summerfest in Winfield. June 10th and 11th, Creole Tomato Festival in New Orleans. So make your plans to laissez-les bon temps rouler. This is Lieutenant Governor Bowden Gesser. Plan your road trip at louisianaisatrip.com. You can depend on a Mueller metal roof. We were fortunate enough to be able to build a house on family land, and we've really enjoyed being out here. We couldn't ask for a better place to raise our boys. Our home builder, I don't believe, had ever had an experience with working with Mueller and had nothing but great things to say about the company, about the process. Everybody was professional. If anybody mentions the word metal, we say we know a guy and give them the phone number to Mueller. Find out more at MuellerINC.com. Hi, I'm Pat Swilling. One of the things I love about Louisiana is its beautiful natural landscapes and its unique sceneries. Let's preserve it. Please don't trash Louisiana with propane cylinders that are no longer certified. Bring these cylinders to your propane dealer so that they may dispose of them safely. Be a saint and let's keep Louisiana beautiful. This safety message is brought to you by the Louisiana Liquefied Petroleum Gas Commission and the Louisiana Propane Industry. NHL star Matt Martin for American Humane. I've had my fair share of bruises and injuries. But for many who put their lives on the line every day, it's not always the injuries you can see that hurt the most. Every single day, 184 veterans are diagnosed with post-traumatic stress. When medications and therapy don't help, professionally trained service dogs can. American Humane has created a free guide to help veterans obtain these life-saving animals. For help, please go to AmericanHumane.org. Hey, this is Kevin Love from the Cleveland Cavaliers. At times, life can feel scary, and we can get overwhelmed by anxiety. Mindfulness can help you get through these tough times. My nonprofit is partnering with Headspace to offer free content to help you stress less. It's as easy to do as this. Take a big, deep breath, in through the nose, out through the mouth. In, and out. Head to kevinlawfun.org slash headspace and be kind to your mind. This is Kate Delaney from America Tonight. The show kicks on at midnight and I'm loving the overwhelming support in New Orleans. What a group of fantastic listeners here on WGSO 990 AM. Join me every morning to catch up on what I call the buzz in your backyard and mine. 
You hear some of the most interesting people on the planet from the world of business, politics, sports, and, well, just intriguing people with a story to tell. If you're around, give us a call. Don't worry, I'll spit out the number plenty of times on the air. Let's agree to meet at midnight right here on WGSO 990 AM. All right. Um, This is now the third segment of the old man's golf show with Jack Clegg. This is Jack Clegg. John, are you still with us, John? I am still here. Thank you, thank you. And and uh, does the sky look clear, or those uh, F-16s or uh, Ukrainian drones nearby? They have cleared out of the sky and is looking like a beautiful sunset after some Nasty weather earlier in the afternoon, but it's looking like it's going to be a good night. Okay, great. All right, and I don't. I'm not going to re, re, re discuss what we talked about already. But my my, I I wish I wish that Jay Monahan had just used a little bit more. What's the word? Diplomacy. Respect. Restraint is a better word, yes. Restraint in criticizing these people. And a little bit later on the show, maybe toward the end of the show, I'm going to use tennis as an example. Mm -hmm. Tennis had some wicked, wicked um, fights between organizations. And in 1973, they boycotted Wimbledon. I mean, they've had all kinds of issues. This happens... And after it happens, the players get back together. There's usually a new entity. Some of the people who were directors and and board members on the prior entity go to the new entity. Some don't. Now, in in this deal, right now, in the deal itself, we don't have Live Golf or the Live Tour is not even a part of the deal. The only deal we know about is between the PGA Tour and a finance company. PIF. From, yes, from Saudi Arabia. Correct. And, And we all hope that operationally it will allow the the best live golfers to play against the best PGA golfers. Um, I, the Live Tour has one unique feature in it, which it hasn't blossomed. I'll, I'll be perfectly honest. I, it's kind of, it's out there, but it hasn't blossomed yet, and primarily because of, I think the Live Tour is under attack. But that team concept, I really think... Yeah, that, I don't... Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I, I don't understand the team concept. I, I get it. You know, they're trying to pump up the music, and it's 54 holes and no cuts, and everybody makes a pile of dough, and, you know, they all go home happy. My issue with Liv um, is just that. It's the structure of the tournaments. Um, you know, I'm not particularly interested in, in seeing the guys wear shorts uh, <laughs> like they're, they're, they're allowed on those uh in the tournaments. I'm not particularly interested in hearing all the music. I've never understood the team concept, um, which to me differs significantly from the New Orleans tournament team uh, concept. That's unique mm-hmm, on the mm-hmm, tour, mm-hmm, and I think mm-hmm. it's interesting. You were talking about the scoring, the scoring and playing best ball versus a scramble and, and that kind of... So that part you, you like as being unique, but right. in terms of individuals being part of a team, that part you're not, you're not flush with. It, it's a little bowling to me. Uh, you know, <laughs> that's a reminder. <laughs> And one of the, you brought up the world golf rankings, and I just had a, comment, a quick comment about that, if I might. Sure. Um, I think that they are wrong. Um, there, there's a lot of funny business that takes place with the world golf rankings. And I was listening to PGA Tour Radio the other day, and, and one of the commentators was talking about a tour player who missed something like an entire season, and yet he didn't fall out of the top 100 players in the world. Sure. So... It, it's very interesting um, on how those points are calculated. Um, and I agree with you. I think the, the live golf players, even though I don't particularly care for the product, 
they're still playing golf at a very high level, and they should be awarded uh, world golf rankings. You know, this was well. This was going to be a huge issue with the majors, if we remember back correct. when this thing started. You know, who was going to be allowed to participate? Well, it turns out that two of them are open championships, so you mm-hmm. can't really turn anybody away from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, one's the PGA, and one's the Masters. So the Masters is interested in turning anybody away. They want to have the best product that they can possibly put together. Um, but there's something that needs to be done about the World Golf Rankings, and you know, I'm not smart enough to figure that out, but that would be my comment. Well, the, the, this is the, that's exactly what happened and caused the problems with tennis because they have the same mm-hmm. situation. People qualify based on the rankings. Qualify for tournaments. Okay, are you going to be invited to this tournament? Are you going to qualify for this tournament? Well, your rankings have a lot to do with that. And obviously, if you win the tournament, you're going to get invited back. Or Some tournaments, if you're in the top five, you're going to get invited back. Other tournaments will say, well, let's, we're going to consider the rankings and we'll take the top 30 world rank. Well, um, who gets into the top 30? That's where it is very subjective. And the allegations, I just want to let you know, the allegations by 11 live tour players against the PGA in one of the lawsuits was specifically that that the PGA had used undue influence over the, the, those rankings. Now, I, I can't say, I haven't looked at the evidence, I haven't, I don't know, but I know that was the allegation. And the problem with that, it, well, one of the problems with that is these were couched in terms of antitrust law. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, the live players... And the PGA Tour can drop hands on that lawsuit. They can say, we're going to dismiss our lawsuit. We're not going to pursue this. But that's not the end of it. The Justice Department and the Federal Trade Commission have a lot to say about that because it's unlawful activity. If it's true, and I'm not saying it's true. I'm not saying I have any evidence. But those were... Lawyers who are supposed to vet the allegations and have evidence to support them made those allegations. So um, that that's that's one of the things. And and the other thing. And now I want to ask you your opinion about this. This year, in the Masters, okay, the top five place holders of the Masters this year were all live players. Bruce Kepka, Phil Mickelson, and Patrick Reed. Right. Okay. Now, I heard, um, and I really like him a lot, uh, the guy from Iowa, um, Johnson, Zach Johnson, who is going to be the, uh, this is another issue that's going to come up, that who's going to play on the Ryder Cup team? Which Americans? And again, it shouldn't be if you're in the Live Tour, in my opinion, or the PGA Tour. Because the Ryder Cup is an, an American deal. And um, so Zach um, was not favorable when he was asked, will, will the Live Tour players play? And, and Zach's answer was, well, the tournaments that they're in, uh, really, we don't know much about the courses. We don't know much about the other competition. When 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 Kepka and Mickelson and Reed, and then Kepka won the PGA. Um, right. There's no question. Goes out the window. <laughs> yes, exactly. And so so we now have these 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 two things that are pressuring the PGA. And in my view, this is again total supposition. Those two things happening, the allegations about the rankings, putting pressure on them, and others. Now, um, and and of course, the the move players performing as we all thought they would. And that is, these are some of the world's best golfers. Right. Do you think that 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 has had a, a contributing factor to this deal that's put together? 
because with particularly with Kepka winning and the as you mentioned the live players um, doing very well at the Masters, I was actually surprised as as a, an avid viewer of golf. Okay, mm-hmm. I was I was surprised by their their um, performances to be honest with you because I was in the impression that it was exactly what you just said or what Johnson was saying mm-hmm. um, it was an inferior Product, league yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know what courses they're playing on you know sure. these are new courses hey John perhaps- John can I interrupt you can you stay on for another uh, segment or do you gotta go I, you know what? I've got to run. Thank you. Um, thank you much for calling in. I'm, I'm, my producer's going to kill me if I don't take a break now. John, thanks okay. a lot for calling in. I really appreciate it. You're very welcome, and I'm happy to do it. All right. WGSO 990 AM, WGSO.com, The Women's Golf Show. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Uh. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. To protect his home and family from disaster, Steve used courage, wisdom, and his camera phone. That should do it. Way to go, Steve! By simply taking digital pictures of his family's important documents, Steve can always have them stored safely online, no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Huck, an active Christian who loves Louisiana. One of my goals is to bring Louisiana's education from 50th to number one. And I'm Dave. I'm not afraid of government bureaucrats. I fear God. Our rights and freedoms come from Him. This is Liberty or Lockdown. Please join us on Thursdays at 5 p.m. on WGSO 990 AM and WGSO.com. Hey, it's Kevin Carr with your personal sneak preview invitation to join me on Sunday evening from 8 to 9 for Fat Guys at the Movies. Each week, I give you my take on the newest movies and movie news, but in a fun way. Not like those stuffy movie review snobs who take themselves way too seriously. I tell you if the new movies rock or not. Yes, it's fun for all ages with Fat Guys at the Movies. I'll see you Sunday evening at 8 on WGSO 990 AM. Hey folks, it's Chef Cruer. Let me tell you about the best pizza in New Orleans. It's New York Pizza, home of the Big Apple, the delicious Snooey bread, and the pinted slice. It's located at 4418 Magazine Street in New Orleans, and on June the 9th, they'll be celebrating their 43rd anniversary with the Laugh Challenge. If you can make the owner of New York Pizza, Wayne Del Corral, or his mom, Gail Del Corral, laugh, you could win $4,300. That's $100 for every year that New York Pizza has been in business. Join us for an event that we hope to be in the Guinness World Book of Records and raise money for three great nonprofit organizations WGSO Radio, Grace at the Green Light, and Animal Rescue New Orleans. So mark your calendar for June 9th for the Laugh Challenge at New York Pizza. I'll be broadcasting live there that day. So come try to make the Del Corrales laugh, have some fun, support a great cause on June 9th at the Laugh Challenge at New York Pizza, 4418 Magazine Street, New Orleans. See you there. All right, New Orleans, this is the fourth and the final segment of our show. And uh, if, or if you do have a call in, 504-556-9696 is our call-in number if you have some comments about the deal um, between Lib. Okay, so just let me run through this quickly. The PGA will remain a nonprofit organization. Sure, it's nonprofit, right? <laughs> and retain full control of how its tournaments are played. But all of the PGA commercial business and rights, that's 
how much money they make from TV broadcasting, which is where it is, as well as other sponsorships and, and other money, that will be owned by a new yet unnamed for-profit entity. So there's going to be a new company. Okay, the new entity will have a board of directors. The chairman of the board will be Yasser El Ramayan. He's a Saudi. He's currently the governor of the PIF, or the Public Investment Fund, which is a multi-billion dollar investment fund in Saudi Arabia. They currently oversee the Live Tour. So that's, what, that's the deal that we know about. That's the only thing we know about. We don't know about whether the Live Tour players are going to be allowed to play on the PGA Tour and vice versa. We don't know that yet. Uh, and you remember, I, I read the quote from the CEO of the Live Tour, Greg Norman, who says operationally the Live Tour is going to be the same as it was. So uh, stay tuned for the latest developments and what's really going to go on for, for you and I. The money, this is, and so the CEO of this new entity that doesn't have a name is going to be Jay Monahan, which really kind of gets me. Okay. Here you are, slamming the Saudis, blaming them for 9-11, which I'm sure they are at fault for, but I, I just I think it's, you don't want to forget the families, and, and you want them to pursue every legal recourse they have against the people who did that to their loved ones. But we don't need to be doing that, and he did it, and he, he made anti-Saudi comments left and right every chance he had. And now he's going to be the CEO of an entity where the board of directors is the governor of the public investment fund, a Saudi fund. I, I really have a hard time uh, seeing that for being anything but hypocrisy. Don't like it. Don't like it at all. That's my personal opinion, not the opinion of this show or, or my producer. You're not going to get me in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. All right, one, one a final thing, which I, I think is hilarious. This is, this is hilarious. Okay, in its criticism of the Live Tour, the PGA Tour, in particular Mr. Monaghan and others, have linked the Live Tour with a certain, a certain individual whose name is Donald Trump. And because... Trump, as he was president, had a lot of dealings with the Saudis. And what did he do? Well, the Saudis put pressure on various Middle Eastern countries to enter a peace deal. That was one of the last things he did in the last year of his, of his term. A lot of people said it was a good thing. Okay. Um, but the PGA Tour um, held it against him. The PGA Championship, which is the, one of the majors, was scheduled for Donald Trump's golf course in Bedminster in 2022. And the PGA Tour said, nope, it's not going to be there anymore. A real swing at Donald Trump. Now, for those of you that know what karma is, Mr. Trump is running for president. I don't know whether he's going to win or lose. Who knows? If he wins... He gets to name the Attorney General of the United States. And as I said earlier in the show, uh, despite the fact that the Live players and the PGA have dropped the lawsuit, if there was any unlawful conduct by the PGA, the Department of Justice can investigate and can go against them. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but karma is horrible. Because if the, if Trump wins and names an attorney general, does anybody think Donald Trump could be vindictive? I'm not sure. Anyway, the last thing I wanted to talk about, it, just to put it all in perspective, is what's happening to the PGA and golfers has happened in tennis, and we can all learn the lessons of what happened in, in tennis. 
there was the ATP, the Association of Tennis Players, Tennis Professionals, I'm sorry. And they pretty much, um, 1972, they got together and some of the biggest names in tennis, Jack Cramer, Donald Dell, Cliff Drysdale, created the ATP. And the ATP also, at that time, created the ranking system that's used for tennis players. Why is that important? Because if you want to get invited to the French, uh, French tournament or this tournament or that tournament, if you have a high ranking, you get invited. And you get seated. And, and all those good things happen with the, with the rankings. Well, in 1973, there was a little bit of a dust-up between the ATP, which, which, which has the... Um, uh, players my, the players benefit is their best interest that's what they're looking for in 1973 uh, the the tennis Super Bowl World Series and Masters tournament rolled into one which is the Wimbledon uh, tennis tournament in England there's a battle between the ATP and the International Lawn Tennis Federation. The International Lawn Tennis Federation has offices in, worldwide, okay? And one of the uh, best players at the time was a Yugoslavian, Nikola Pilic. And he was ranked the number one Yugoslavian player. He did not want to play in the Davis Cup, which involves teams from different countries. He didn't want to play. So the International Lawn Tennis Association, this organization, different from the ATP, said, if you're not going to play, we're going to suspend you. And if we suspend you, you can't play at Wimbledon. Well, the ATP said, wait a minute, you can't do that. He's an ATP player. So what happened? Well, they boycotted Wimbledon. 81 ATP players, including 13 of the top 16 seeds on the men's side, boycotted Wimbledon in 1973. So it happens. It happened there. They got past it. So I'm telling you that story so you realize that these things do happen, and they have a way of working themselves out. In 1988, the players again were dissatisfied with how tournaments were run by directors of tournaments with little input by the players. And a player mutiny took place in 1988. In 2022, just last year, the ATP moved the St. Petersburg Open from Russia to Kazakhstan. That was because of the Ukraine war. In May of 2022, the ATP stripped Wimbledon of its rankings. That meant if you played in Wimbledon and did well, that could not go toward your rankings. The reason they did that is because Wimbledon wouldn't let Russian and other players play because of the Ukraine war. So it happens in all the sports. Just kind of pay attention and watch them. I appreciate you listening tonight. Uh, I hope you learned a little bit about the Live and PGA Tour dust-up, and now they've kissed. They haven't quite made up completely, but um, I'm optimistic that players of good faith on both sides will continue to give their best. Wait till next Thursday. WGSO, 990 AM, WGSO.com. Thanks for listening tonight. When the time came, I knew I had to find a place where Mom would be safe and active while still feeling independent. A place that was close to all of us and everything she needed. Locally owned and operated in the heart of Gonzales, I found Francois Ben Senior Living. They specialize in independent and assisted living and memory care. Call 225-647-BEND for more information on our special pre-leasing offers. Francois Ben Senior Living. Experience life as it should be. Join me, B.J. Rusk, for the Something to Say radio show every weekday from 6 to 7 p.m. I'll be joined by...